Hey friends, welcome to Everyday Mealmanship. My name is Ty Evans. I'm glad to have you here with us today and we've got another great Meal Tip Tuesday for you. Uh, every Tuesday on our Facebook page, TS Mules, we do a live uh, video on there and we take questions and answer them and have conversations with folks and, and we've got another good one to share with you today. So, hope you enjoy this. If I could ask you a favor, I would sure be grateful if you would leave me a five-star review and leave a comment. Let us know what you think. We'd love to hear what you have to say about the podcast. Uh, anyways, enjoy. God bless you. All right. We are live. We are alive. All right. Welcome to Mule Tip Tuesday. This week's Mule Tip Tuesday is brought to you by Ernest Brenneman Salary. Uh, Ernest built me a saddle last January, so I've had it over a year now, and it is awesome. So any of you folks that are on, that are looking for saddles, make sure you you uh, look up Ernest Brandman Saddlery. So if you want his information, let me know. He does a good job. He's Jane. But we appreciate him sponsoring this Mule Tip Tuesday. Hey, Jane, what's up? Let's see who else is on here. I see a few more other, but it's not showing me the names. Well, it only shows you if you're Facebook friends. Oh, right on. So I have more, so it would show Good. us more. All right. <laughs> on my phone, but this is his phone. Well, glad you guys are with us today. Hope things are going good in your part of the world. Hopefully with all this crazy uh, social distancing. distancing. <laughs> he doesn't even know what it's called. <laughs> oh, yeah, what's it called? And self-isolation. None of you have excuses not to work with your meals anymore. <laughs> so get out there and, and uh, spend some time with your meals, especially if you're feeling good and you're healthy. Uh, spend some good time with them mules. So today, me and Sky, we've been outside all day working, and um, it's a good thing you can't smell us. Cause yeah, we smell bad. we do. <laughs> but with all, I had so many events canceled. We've had seven events get canceled, and um, because of that, I've we got we suddenly have a whole bunch of time at home. So I've t- taken out a bunch of uh, mules to work with for the month of April. So we'll get all sorts of stuff and some. Some good videos and some things coming up. So it looks like we got a bunch of people popping on here. Hey, Christy, Connie, Natasha, Jan, good to see you guys. Thanks for jumping on here today. Uh, as you guys jump on here, uh, throw some questions up for me. Um, we'll get to some live question and answer sessions here in just a minute. If you can get them rolling now. So start it, asking. Yeah, you yeah, bet. Then we can get if, to them quicker. If you got them, let me know. Let me know where you guys are watching from too. Sandra, good to see you on here. So we'll get going. Um, do you have any uh, announcements? Uh-huh. Other than we, everything getting we canceled? We had a little calf born this morning. Yep. Has nothing to do with... Nothing to do with meals. With this, but... <laughs> except for cows or for, for making good meals. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, most of you, we've announced all the clinics getting canceled. We're supposed to be in Salmon, Idaho today. That's canceled, obviously. I'm here. This is um, the one time it would have been good weather yeah, there. Yeah, it would have been good. Um we got the Midwest Horse Fair got canceled, uh, main event, uh, Mule Days at Leatherwood. So they're just kind of rolling. But anyways, Kelly, good to see you. Um, let's get going on today's Mule Tip for the day, though. Okay, so today's Mule Tip Tuesday um, is on this centered mind frame. Um, I feel like uh, I don't talk about this enough. And I feel like it's something that uh, 
we should probably be a little bit more aware of and pay more attention to. But um, we had some some nice ladies come over today for a, a private lesson, and they were fairly new to groundwork and things like that. But uh, they did a really good job. But nonetheless, I start out my my lesson by talking to them about this centered mind frame. So you guys have all heard me talk about this if you've been to a clinic, but if you haven't, then if you haven't been to a clinic, you probably not heard this before. But if you can all picture your mule or your horse being inside of this um, rectangle, okay, being inside this rectangle. So you got a line in front and you got a line in back of the mule and a line on both sides. And uh, you want to keep your mule inside this at all times. And I I kind of relate it to the game Operation. If you remember playing Operation when you guys were kids, um, to uh, you know that little femur bone, trying to get that femur bone out of that leg, how tight it was. That's how tight your rectangle should be when you're on your mule. Um, some of you, your mule's rectangle is as big as your your property. It might be as big as the arena. It might be an acre big, but. Uh, the smaller you get this rectangle and the tighter you get these lines, the safer you're going to be and the more handy your meal is going to be. Um, like my mentor told me, you know, anytime any of you have ever been in any kind of trouble, anytime you've ever been bucked off or your mules ran off, your horses ran off or spooked or jumped or any pretty much any problem you've ever had with your mule, your horse, it had something to do with that animal leaving that rectangle. So you got to kind of map wrap your mind around that and while you're doing your groundwork while you're doing your riding work you're trying to keep them inside this rectangle anyways if you can get that mind frame of keeping them centered all the time if you can get that down in your head you get that to where it's drilled in there to where you're paying attention to where they are all the time it'll really do you a lot of good but so many times i see folks do one of two things sometimes sometimes they'll be really good on the ground and they're paying attention to their mule or their horse you know being centered on the ground and they're not letting things push but then they get in the saddle and i see them letting their mules just waller all over and you know if your mule's going too fast they're pushing on the front of that rectangle if they're going too slow they're pushing on the back of it when they're going down the trail and they kind of spook it at a, at a little uh log or a rock they're pushing on the sides so you need to be aware of this, these things both on the ground and the saddle so anyways that's my tip for you this week is to Try to be more center-minded. Be more mindful of keeping your mule centered, rather. Uh, be thinking about that all the time. So, you have anything you want to add to that tip for this week, Sky? Well, I just think that that whole concept is, is a hard one for some people to kind of understand yep. until you get to a, you know, a certain point where it finally clicks. Yep. So, even, so if it doesn't make sense, like work to get it to make sense. Try and... and this whole this whole style of horsemanship and mulemanship that that we teach and that we practice is is based on keeping your animals centered. That's what it's all about. If and so if you can't really wrap your mind around that, then a lot of these things we do don't make any sense, and a lot of the things we practice don't make any sense. So hopefully uh, that would give you something to chew on this week for this week's meal tip Tuesday. If you got questions on that um, about keeping them centered post them here let's see what you got or if i need to explain it better let me know and i will looks like we got a bunch of other folks hopping on this live facebook video um stephanie good to see you donna regina a lot of good folks jumping on here let's see what questions we got let's see 
Ray Lockhart. Good to see you on here, sir. He has a question. So my colt is nervous out of his pasture. Would it be helpful to tie him to a high line in some new environment? Um, Ray, well, the the high, I mean, my colts all spend a lot of time tied up, and a high line is my favorite way to tie them. But that nervousness mostly comes, it kind of goes right in line with my tip for this week of keeping them centered. You'll the better you get a handle on him as you get riding him, and uh, and as you get to where he's he's understanding you keeping him centered, just like we just talked about, and you get him handy, then he won't be so nervous. He's nervous because he doesn't have anybody to kind of lean on. He doesn't have a leader there when he's in some place new. So lacking confidence. Yep, needs a little confidence. So as you progress, that'll get better. Just tying him up in a new environment, Ray, won't be that great i mean it's good for them to learn to be tied up but it's not that valuable uh as far as getting him comfortable with some place new all right jane johnson i am trying to transition to a snaffle bit kismet seems to hate it i don't like using her current bit because she doesn't need the leverage of long shanks so uh jane all my animals start in a snaffle bit and i've not once had an animal like any bit i've ever used when they first start wearing it so um it's yeah it's new and um and most animals don't like bits just generally until you get them uh progressed all the way into the bridle Uh, i see a lot of mules that like half breed bits and they really like spade bits but um just the snaffle it's kind of they learn to just kind of pack it correctly and that's all you're after so jane i would just put the snaffle on start working on the checklist with that snaffle if kismet was mine you know i'd have it in a snaffle bit today and uh it wouldn't be no big deal um and and you know a big part of graduating out of the snaffle is, is they need to be comfortable with that bit so if they're doing anything to where you say oh she doesn't like that snaffle bit well they're definitely not ready to graduate out of it all my animals have to kind of pass that point so hope that makes sense to you jane i think most people just don't give them long enough yeah, that's just kind of a general thing I see all the time. Most of us don't spend enough time at stuff, you know, whether and that could be just you letting her pack a bit or working on anything. We just don't spend it, I don't think enough. We like instant gratification. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Hey, Shelly, Jamie, Sky, you're in here. I was. I was trying to look for questions. <laughs> Amy, good to see you. David, I like, let's see what else we got. What other questions? Judy, how do I say that last name? Judy, good to see you on here. Everything has all of a sudden improved immensely with both mules. Thanks for the weekly lessons. Good job. Um, It's all you. You're doing the work. I'm just telling you. She was spectated in Wisconsin this year. That's right. Or last year. Yeah, last year. All right. Judy Smith, she says it's wonderful to see you. Hi, I'm back. Let's see. If you guys got questions, throw them on here. If you don't, I'll go eat dinner. Um, Are you cooking? No, you (laughs) Okay, Elkie Riley, good to see you on here, Elkie. Any suggestions for helping your mule be okay with vaccinations from the vet? Jackpot is always a nervous wreck and is sometimes borderline dangerous when he gets a shot. Me too. Elkie, well, preparing them for shots, you know, the better handle you have, and you've heard me say this before, Elkie, but the better handle you have on Jackpot, you know, on your groundwork and the more respectful he is and where he doesn't push you, the easier all these vax, vaccinations and deworming are going to be. I see so many mules that, you know, you go to give them a shot and they drop their shoulder and push into you. That's that's a natural reaction. Or they 
pull away from you. Either way, they're pushing on that rectangle, just like we talked about earlier. So the more centered you get him, and you teach him to respect you, which is, you know, that's an abstract thought. That, that Mules aren't even capable of respect, uh, or disrespect, that is. But for lack of our vocabulary, respect. Um, anyways, you get them to where they're staying centered, they won't be that big a deal. Now, if they are dangerous, every vet I know has a has a good shoot. Put them in the shoot, and shut the shut the gates around them, and let the vet do his work. That'll keep him safe, both jackpot and your vet, he or she, and that's no big deal. And then you keep working on your stuff. Otherwise, um, uh, I had a friend uh, ask me this, or maybe it was last week. He asked me about. Uh, he's got a meal that'll just throw a complete fit if he's in a vet shoot or you can't even get them in a vet shoot that is and so if i got one that's that wild give me that much trouble i'll go down to the local fairgrounds and just drive the mule into the bucking chutes where you're up above them and you can get anything done that you need to have done up there you can get your deworming done you can get them get them vaccinated whatever you got to do take temperatures whatever and keep you safe in the meantime you got to be working on stuff you got to be working on all the groundwork that we teach Get him in a good mind frame, and life will be better that way. Elkie, let me know what you think of that. Well, I have a comment. Yeah, which I feel like we get that question a lot. Yep. People say, want to know how to desensitize them to getting shots, and I don't think that you can do that. <laughs> no, the, the, you can't. I mean, it's not like you can sit there and stab them with a shot over and over and get them desensitized. That's, that's never going to work. That's never going to work. But you get your meal to where they will stay with you, and they're respectful. They won't push on you. They won't pull on you, which is the same problem. Um, they won't do those things and life will be good. All right. Amy Klingler, what would you recommend for a mule that is trail snack happy? <laughs> trail snack happy. Without pulling on their mouth all the time. She came like that and I didn't and I didn't help it and it didn't help. It, she did, and she hasn't helped oh, it yet. <laughs> it has escalated. Um so Amy it's hard. I know you're riding up there in them Tetons of uh, Idaho and all that. And the in the summertime, that grass is high and lush. Um, but other times, you'd be riding down the trail and there won't be that much. So if I'm going to come up on, uh, if i got to ride through a meadow and there's a lot of grass, I would, and I know that mule is going to try to eat a lot, I would get that mule as busy as I can uh, doing figure eights, rolling the hinds, rolling the front, serpentines. Uh, I might even trot them. Through that meadow, uh, whatever I need to do, but I would work them uh, through that and just change that mind. So, you know, if you just sit there and poke through there and you don't do anything, they're gonna go ahead and try to take a bite. You know it. So, I would do my best to uh, to get their mind busy. Um, you know, it's just like I've told you before, Amy. I say this in my clinics. You know, it's better that you guys redirect the mind rather than correct the action. So yeah, I'm not gonna wait for her to take a bite of grass and smack her on the face with a bit. Rather, I'm gonna get her busy, get her thinking. So, Amy, let me know what you think of that. Thanks for the question. Amanda, our sister-in-law is watching. Hey, um, Gina, good to see you, Ray. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> what's this? Is it okay to sing off key to my mules, or is that annoying? <laughs> Kip Schultz. Ty, sing all you I want. Don't know. Ty sings off key to his I all sing day. all the time. <laughs> May still seem to yeah. like him. So. <laughs> Donna Tillman, good to see you on here. Hope George is doing good. Jeff Allen, um, let's see what other questions. Debbie Mashmeyer, I'm still having trouble getting Jane to stop while doing half circles. Any tips? 
Um, just do more before you ask her to stop. Do full circles. Um, do 50 full circles and then ask her to stop. So um, I, I've, I've often, you know, told people and we've worked through this many times, but if your meal's not ready to stop, then they're not going to stop. So get them ready to stop. And it's just as simple as that, Debbie. So work on them half circles, work on full circles, work on 20 circles as much as you need to. Roll the hind, return the circle over and over and over again. And then when they're ready, they'll stop. And she'll get, Jane will get tuned into you, Debbie. So you just got to give it some time. But that's my answer to you, Debbie. Get them ready. Get them ready to stop. Let me know what you think of that answer. I think on, on the the human's end of it too, make sure that you're being intentional with your go your go and your stop that they are seeing or feeling a difference too. Yep, you need to be intentional about how you're going about it. You know, when you're asking her to go, you got the you're directing arm up, you're walking, you're moving, you got life when you're done. Stop. Phil Britt, good to see you on here. Alright, Stacy Scott has a question. Can a mule become dull in the mouth that they've that they've been in for a long time, including was used for pulling a wagon. Um, I a bit read. maybe. Yeah. Um, bit? There's no such thing as dull in the mouth. They're dull in the feet. You know. Uh, I I don't think of controlling the mule's head or controlling their mouth. I'm always thinking down to their feet, and you're trying to get there through their mind. So, um, but yeah, they can become dull. They get pulled on, especially you made a, in your comment. You said. Um, was used to to drive pull a wagon and mules that drive they do get really dull because you think about how they're handled and even the the most sensitive of mules still get pulled on you know you just pull on the lines and turn you pull on the lines to stop and um, so uh, unless the teamster is really handy with with maybe voice command or something they get pulled on so yeah they can get dull but you can you can definitely fix that. You know, you might not ever make bridal meals out of them, but you can get them so they're not so dull. Darrell Bronson, cousin. Yes. Uh, do you have any videos on proper saddle fit? Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, we do. Mm -hmm. If you type in hashtag Meal Tip Tuesday and then do and saddle Facebook. fit. Oh, yeah, Facebook. And yep. saddle fit. We did a live video on it a few years ago. Mm -hmm. If you can't find it, message me and I have it. If you guys ever want to, just go to our Facebook page, this one that you're on, TS Mules, and type in hashtag Mule Tip Tuesday, and it will pull up all of these. Well, it doesn't even have to be on our page. It just can be in the Oh, just in Facebook, Facebook at all. Anyways, you'll pull up tons of videos. Brent Hodge, love you guys. Thank you for helping me with Georgie, Georgie standing tired by himself. God bless you. God bless you too, Brenda. Thank you for watching. Phil Britt, do I have a video on Bridge and Fit? Um, yes. If you also look up Mule Tip Tuesdays, type in Bridge and Fit, you'll find it. Also, my buddy Joe G, um, if you go to his web website, Joseph G Saddlery, he has a really good video on uh, on his website about Bridge and Fit. So check that out, Phil. We have one. Um, yeah, I said that. Well, oh. you can look it up. But Joe's got a really good one, too. All right, Megan Mensing, good to see you on here. The other night, Nellie was kicking at me in the round pin while free working on joining up or hooking on uh, fine with groundwork I just keep working with her and ignoring it until she quits and then end when she will join up is this correct yeah Megan so one of the ladies that came over today her mule kicked at her and she really got after the mule and I she was very offended yeah it, and, and that's fair enough I mean I don't like to get kicked at either um, I feel like I am a little 
I'm a little dull. Um, it doesn't affect me <laughs> yes, that much. Yes, very dull. <laughs> I'm very dull. I don't, I guess I've been kicked at so many hundreds of times that it doesn't like scare the crap out of me. Some of you are listening like, what the heck? If you get kicked <laughs> out, you're, it's going to scare you. And I totally understand that. The thing is, is you need to stay on task. So Megan, you're doing good. Stay on task. Don't change the question. For for example, that lady that came over today, and I totally understand where she's coming from. I totally get why she did it, but the mule kicked at her, and she just went to town correcting her. She really got after her and jerked the leader up a few times, and she was offended. And I, I said, I understand how you feel, but you need to know. And when that mule kicked at her, Megan, uh, it's when the, when she was trying to untrack the hindquarters on the ground. She was trying to roll the hindquarters on the ground. And the mule kind of kicked out. That's when it happened. But I said, now, did you think about this, what you just did? When she went to correcting on this mule for kicking, she stopped rolling the hind quarter. She stopped asking that question. And so I said, well, what did that confirm? Remember, whenever you guys stop doing something, you confirm it. So say this example I'm giving you of this lady that happened happened today. She's, tr- she's working on rolling the hinds. The mule kicks at her. She stops asking for rolling the hinds and gets to correcting the mule. What did she just confirm about rolling the hindquarters? Remember, these mules are smart. They learn when you quit. So I said, you just confirmed to that mule that what you're asking for there was asking for her to kick at you. And that's that was really hard for her to kind of digest, and it might be hard for you guys to digest too, but stay on task. Whether they're pulling away from you, whether they're kicking, whatever, keep asking that question until you get the answer you're kind of looking for. So Megan, yes. You did good. When you're working on hooking on in the round pen, she's kicking. She's just being a colt. She's just being a, a young mule. She's just being a mule. So um, pretty soon you'll get her thinking, and hopefully that makes more sense. Let me know what you guys think of that, Megan. All right. Let's see. Um, Ray's got another question here. Looks like a good one. Um, so my mule seemed to be really centered last Saturday, and I was planning on doing his first ride this week. But today he seemed really nervous. I was planning on Friday being the day. If he is having a bad day, should I wait until he's a little more calm? Ray, just go through the checklist. And when he's ready to ride, it's time for you to get on. So you don't have to worry about it being, you know, if I come out and I'm working through something and I'm having issues, well, I'm just going to work on that. And then once we check that off, I'll move on. So if you're working and you planned on Friday to ride, well, just go through your checklist. And if you check things off and your colt he's ready to ride well that's the next step on your checklist go ahead and go ahead and do it if you get to that point and you're having a heck of a problem why you haven't passed the previous steps anyways so just stay with it that's why we teach that checklist ray i hope that makes sense to you guys let me know if you have questions on that but i just go right up that checklist and that helps you guys keep things really organized all right anything you want to add jump in anytime no <laughs> All right. Sandy Raven, good to see you on here. I sure wish we were going to be hanging out next week. Uh, when working with a yearling, do you keep do you keep them with a buddy? Um, I like my mules turned out with the herd as much as possible, Sandy. Um, I have one little yearling I'm working on, or he's nine months old. He's coming a year, and uh, and he has... He has really had a hard time kind of hanging in with hanging in there with us. He kind of hides behind the So <laughs> he kind of hides behind the others. So we pulled him out, and he's in uh, some pens with some other mules over here. Um, but, no, for the most part, Sandy, 
keep them together. They learn more from each other in the herd than they can from us humans. That's for dang sure. So I'd I'd keep them with their pals as long as things are going good. They're watching from Israel. Watching from Israel, right on. Thanks for watching. All right, any other questions? Right. Now we're hearing about all the singers. All the singers out there. <laughs> all right. Let's see. I'm um, looking for bit. more questions. So Stacy Scott was talking about. Yeah, she's talking about a bit. Good. Diane Gross, good to see you on here. Um, donkey question. Seems when I walk toward the hip with Hurley, he just keeps walking around instead of rolling the hinds. Would you encourage them to move the hinds over with the end of your rope? Yeah, Diane, um, when you're working on rolling the hinds there on the ground, I would just keep asking that question. You might have to drive with the end of that rope if he's just wallering around. Uh, make sure you're getting that head bent laterally to 90 and keeping that lateral flexion going. And just hang in there until those feet come across and he's pivoting on the inside front foot. Also, hold on, girls. All right. Also, um, I noticed that you kind of bump sometimes with in time with the feet. It's yes, that, that's a complicated one to explain on here. But when they get a little, little challenged rolling the hinds, um, as the inside hind foot leaves the ground, I'll bump on it, uh, that lead rope, and help them kind of find it. So, hope that helps you too. That's a hard one to explain on. The, that's a hard one to explain on this here. Lisa Jones, what is the best way to get a mule? Get a mule. A young mule, 11 months old, to learn about personal space. Uh, Lisa, just go through the checklist, groundwork checklist. Look, start clearing the front, um, doing your centered circles, roll the hind, return to the circle, roll the hind, roll the front, and then teach them to back up. That's a good question. All right, let's see. What, other, what else we got here? I know I'm probably missing some of these questions if you guys got them. I, it seems like every uh, Mule Tip Tuesday I go back through and, and there's a bunch that I didn't see. Um, Sarah, what is the best thing I can do to build rapport with my mule? Undemanding time together, perhaps. Uh, I try to do things for her, not to her, but she seems like she's holding back on bonding with me. The best way, Sarah, that you can get uh, some good stuff going on with your mule is to ask questions. Because when you ask questions and you get the answer you're looking for, you give them that release, you leave them alone, and they just love that. And you just you just keep working on that. You just keep asking questions, getting answers, leave them alone, releasing, and through that you will get that bond that you're kind of searching for. That's a common question I get. Um, it's one of them things you kind of got to give them a job, and then they really like you. Okay, well I think that's gonna do for today. I'm sure I missed a lot of questions on here, but I sure appreciate you guys jumping on here and watching. I hope you'll think about our meal tip Tuesday this week and try to focus on keeping those mules centered. I thank you guys so much for all these questions. Um, don't be shy to send them in anytime, and we'll try to get to them next week. Uh, if I could ask you a favor, like I do every week, leave us a review. Let us know what you think. I sure appreciate you guys, but uh, God bless you, and we will see you next week, all right?